Hi there. This is the Reverend Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire, and this is Love to Tell the Story. It's a question asked in the epistle of James, and it's a good one. Who, asks James, is wise and understanding among you? For several summers while I was in college, I worked as a cabin boy at a rustic inn and resort nestled deeply along the coast of down east Maine. My job was pretty much as you'd imagine it. I carried luggage for arriving and departing guests. I chopped and delivered fresh firewood to each cabin every morning. I supervised a weekly lobster beach picnic, ran errands, and basically did anything and everything I could to provide our guests a memorable vacation experience while ever and always working for whatever tips I might gain along the way. Because, trust me here, there were guests at this place who were capable of tipping very, very well. However, looking back, it wasn't so much the tips that made this particular job fun and worthwhile. It turned out to be the wide variety of people I had the chance to meet and come to know. There were, of course, a few who were, to say the least, difficult, the kind of people who seem to delight in making life miserable for the staff and who let you know with every word and glance that they were rich, powerful, and used to getting what they wanted. My favorite, in retrospect at least, was the erudite gentleman from Philadelphia who gave me a verbal dressing down in the main dining room one day. All because, after having guided him around Egamogan Reach in a wooden rowboat for three long days, also, he could go fishing with his state-of-the-art fishing gear from L.L. Bean and not caught a single fish, which obviously was due to my poor rowing abilities. Actually, if memory serves, I received a very good tip that time from the man's wife, who was so mortified that her husband had said those terrible things to me in the dining room, gave me, along with a heartfelt apology, roughly twice the amount I would have ordinarily received. So, it was good. Mostly, though, our guests, some of whom were part of families who had literally been coming to this resort for generations, were good and supremely nice people, kind, caring, funny, and supportive, and who treated the staff like they were human beings, friends even, and not merely servants. And they could often be inspiring. Like one of our regular guests who happened to be a paraplegic, the result of having contracted polio at an early age, and yet whose great sense of joy and enthusiasm for everything in life never dimmed. Or like the retired New York executive, who tenderly cared for his beloved wife, very frail and near the end of her life, so that they could spend their last days together enjoying the ocean view from their cottage. These were people with incredible stories to tell. And I remember thinking even back then that whatever kind of tip I might end up receiving, the real gift was in having had the opportunity to be a part of those stories in some small way. For this pastor to be, in many ways, the whole experience also proved to be an apt preview of life in the parish. After all, say what you will, but not only does it take all kinds to make a world, it definitely takes all kinds to make a church. But even more than this, I now know that I was also learning an important truth about people and by extension about true faith. That while it was clear that these people were all very successful in their lives, it was never the money, the power, or the social position that made them likable, respected, or the least bit wise. 
what mattered was how they carried themselves and above all, how they treated others, all others. In fact, after a couple of summers on this job, I began to realize that you could sort of tell the difference between those on the one hand whose wisdom was ultimately earthbound and tied to their own and often misguided pride of place. And on the other hand, those who, whether or not they understood it as such, possess wisdom that in the words of that epistle of James had come down from above. That was shown forth in a good life that is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits. That's how the epistle of James describes wisdom, and that's what I could see there. The difference between that and not simply showed forth in the way they lived. It seems to me that therein is posed an important question for each one of us. The same question asked by James, who is wise and understanding? Or, if you really want to get down to it, just who do we think we are anyway? Because each one of us has the opportunity, indeed we have the calling, to carry the mantle of faith into the coming and goings of our daily lives. And make no mistake, the people who move in and through that daily life can easily see how that faith has integrated into those lives. They recognize it simply by virtue of how we act, in the ways that we treat others, and and in how God's presence is made manifest in the choices that we make for ourselves and, and what we intend for the world. To put it another way, when those who get the opportunity to share in our story discover that our religion has become little more than an excuse for pettiness, divisiveness, and holier-than-thou behavior, they are more than likely to dismiss us along with our proclamations. But when they see that what we're about is compassion, integrity, and sacrificial love after the manner of the one whose holy name we proclaim, when we show by our good lives that our works are done with gentleness born of wisdom, then there is no telling just how many hearts and lives can be changed for the better. It's not always easy to live that way, given how difficult things and people can be. But in the end, such an effort will be rewarded. In James' reckoning, with a harvest of righteousness, sown in peace for those who make peace. Gotta say, the tips don't get any better than that. That's it for another installment of Love to Tell the Story. I'm Michael Lowry. I thank you for listening. And until next time, may God bless you with a great day. Talk to you soon.